Hey guys, I'm Ryan Williams. And I'm Jake Kern. And this is 14,605 and counting. And we are back, finally. Greetings, Star Wars fans. We are back for episode 97 of 14,605 and counting. We are closing in on that century mark. We are. We are. We, I mean, we should have probably hit it like, you know, probably several months ago. But hey, you know. <laughs> several months ago. Yeah, probably. Life happens. You know, I've been busy. You've been busy. Yeah. You know, I've been traveling a little bit and, you know, work and, you know, stuff. But we're here. Family, life, everything. Yep. We are here. But we are here, people, for you to talk about these shows. And we have the final three. So we got the final three episodes of Ahsoka. Yeah. The ending. The ending of what looks like to be season one. Yeah, I would I would agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like this is uh season one of at least two of Ahsoka. Yes. And who knows? They talk about this um Filoni Star Wars movie. Who knows when that is supposed to be, how that plays into everything too. Yeah, so. that's interesting. So when the whole Filoni movie was announced, like, all right, yeah, we're gonna tie in Mando and you know, Ahsoka and, you know, kind of like the pre-sequel stuff mm-hmm. gets tied up in a little knot in this movie. Yeah. This just complicates things in a good way, I think. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, they could do a season two. God, I feel like they got to do another Mando season. Of course, um, yeah. And I mean those just roll right into like you'd watch the final episode or you'd be like halfway through the season and you'd see a thing about hey movie coming out in like two months like wait wait what what would it what's happening <laughs> you roll right into that final episode and then you get a trailer you're like oh shit yeah <laughs> that would be bomb like if we get like either like season four of mando or season two of ahsoka mm-hmm. and then the post credits is a trailer to the movie <sighs> that'd be dope that would be dope. Yeah. Oh. I, I would I would have to be like I'd have to put like a towel down underneath me on the couch so I'd like could probably shit myself wow. and wouldn't want to ruin the couch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I gotta take a sip of the bubbly after that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sipping on bubbly. Actually the uh the brand bubbly sparkling <clears throat> water blackberry bubbly so it's very tasty and, and and as i said before we got on the air i said i got some water on the rocks <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. we got three episodes to talk about and you know what i did here's what i did right all right so we have a separate episode episode 98 that's going to be coming about loki because that's something huge that also debuted season two of Loki. Yes. As we've been our on our little hiatus here. All right. And we'll but be doing I, that episode 
uh, will come out after this one. Yes, but uh, I did not take physical notes for Loki premiere, but for these episodes, this, look, look what I did. Oh, paper. Wait a minute. And a pen? I did a hot take Jake. Damn. And I took a pen to paper, baby. Snap. I got I got some stuff here. I I honestly you're gonna you're gonna probably gasp at this. I can't remember the last time I took pen paper notes for a show. Because I Who popped are it in you and what have you done with hot take Jake? Uh-huh. I am not Jake. Am I am I working with a scroll here? I I don't I don't want to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's what it really is boiled down to is it's been easier for me to do it on my phone in the notes. Oh, and when so it comes you finally to me, come over to the dark side, huh? Yeah, and what it what it really comes down to because I mean I still for most things take handwritten notes, but my problem is when I try to write notes fast, my handwriting gets atrocious. And then I read it back and I'm like, what the bleep what did I am say? I writing? Yeah. What did I say here? What is that word? So it's just easier for me to type as I'm watching. Ah. <clears throat> there you so, go. This makes it easier for myself. But huh. but actually, this is one of the few times, you know, usually we, you know, when we're <laughs> when we're on our shit watching game, watching the shows and then recording, I get one watch and I take my notes. And then I just we we do a we do our episode and I just talk through my notes as like I'm scrolling through them. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually had extra time tonight, bizarre. Ooh. And I took my notes from six, seven, and eight, put them in one note, and um, one one individual combined note, not one note like a Microsoft product. I'm not trying to, right? You know. I'm not over here trying to promote Microsoft products or anything like that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm because they're not, they're not sponsoring our show. No, that's right. Not, they want. Yeah, there's there's no sponsorship sponsor here. So no, in in no. a single note, and put together talking points, favorite moments, important points, and then two things I did. I did episode ranks and gear grinding. Ooh, I did not do grind. episode rank. Ooh, you have a gear grind. I I remember you saying that you had a gear grind. In the yeah. finale, I want to. I've, I've been thinking about what that was. I want to see if I'm right or not. All right, you'll probably, but get we'll it. see. Let's uh, let's start at episode six. Far, far away. Now, when I mentioned, did I do this right? No, hang on. I got to adjust my episode ranks here. Uh oh, you, you gotta adjust episode ranks. Well, I, I I looked down at it to make a point, and then I realized I had something just a little bit backwards. So, um, episode six I put up as my favorite episode. Okay, I can I can see that. There, yeah, for just... me. Episode six, for me, the big, the big deal 
about episode six was Thrawn's entrance. Yes. Thrawn's entrance, it's like, you know how, like, you know, in wrestling, like, WWE, <laughs> like, when The Undertaker used to come out. Oh, yeah. You hear the dong, then the lights go out. Yep. Then the music starts playing. And then the, you know, you got the the smoke. You got the fog and the smoke machine going. The mm-hmm. arena turns, like, dark blue and like you see him slowly walk out with like Paul Bear. Paul Bear had to earn and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that was part of the Undertaker's aura was his entrance. Like his right. entrance to the arena was iconic. And Thrawn's entrance to live action. And you got to remember that Thrawn not just has a history with. Filoni with Rebels, but he has a history in the the Legends novels. Yeah. You know, back in the 90s. And his entrance, like I, I wrote down like the music, the camera angles, the chanting from the troopers. Like it was like an epic entrance. Yeah. To the show and to into a live action canon. Now, in regards to Thrawn, excite, I'm extremely excited to see him in live action. I'm glad we got him in, in episode six and not like in eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we got we had some episodes with action with him. Yeah. Um. I, I've now now I remember when we talked about another blue skinned. Um, Star Wars character that I was yes. excited to see. I think I was more than mm-hmm. excited to see. Yes. Um, Cad Bane. There were people who complained about Cad Bane physically how he looked on the show. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he doesn't look like he did in the uh, in in the animated. It's like, well, of course not. He's got giant red eyes, and it's like, okay, come on, give me a break here. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked fine for what they were trying to do. Right. I was now given the gravity of the situation you've got the actor who voice acted thrawn playing him live um bringing the voice back bringing the tall imposing figure you know i thought he looked great the thing that i had a problem with was thrawn in the in the animated series was very narrow and long. He looked tall. <laughs> he doesn't look tall in live action. He looks human with blue skin. And he kind of looked old. Like Well, well the like, old like, part, yes, because from there's... but from a perspective of how he wore his clothes, like you know, you know now this is gonna sound bad and I and I don't I don't mean this to sound bad, but I think you're going to get what I'm saying. You know when you see like an older person and their pants are like hiked up way too high? <laughs> like the belt is way high and you're like, that's yeah. got to be above your belly button. That's the feeling I got. <laughs> like his pants were flared out a little bit. The belt seemed too high. He didn't, he seemed more squat than tall. There was like, a, uh, <laughs> there was a meme somewhere when this episode came out. They oh, put, God. they put, 
the animated Thrawn at the top. Yeah. And it was like Thrawn before COVID and then <laughs> live action Thrawn after COVID. At the bottom. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I had I had a hard time getting past that at first. And then I, I didn't. Just... I mean, I didn't mind it because, I mean, clearly, they picked the voice over an actor matching sure. Thrawn. Oh, I, so I they made the best you. of what they had. Yes, and I'm sure Lars wasn't. You know, he didn't give a damn probably about getting in the gym. No, so. <laughs> no, you know, it was it was just. It, it was just that that shift from animated to live action, and it was being built up so much. Like I feel like if Cad Bane had been built up, like hey, he's showing up. Hey guys, he's gonna be here. Hey, he's gonna be in this show. I probably would have been a little more disappointed with how he looked because yeah. I would have had a build up because it wasn't because there wasn't any expectation, and he just all of a sudden was like, boom, here he is. I was like, yeah, stoked, you know. I think because the Thrawn was thing was so built up, I think that's why I was like kind of disappointed because I had this image in my head. I had already prepared for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my only beef with that. It's not bad. I don't think it's a bad thing. It was just an expectation of my own. I thought they did a great job with him. Yes. And he is a monster. Oh, yeah. He is a monster. I think, you know, Thrawn was the highlight of episode six. I mean, because we make the, uh, uh, it is very clear that Thrawn has the objective and the, the objective is to escape and mm -hmm. to get out of this far galaxy. He so is, he, so he is he a tactician. Really, right. You know, like, he's a monster. He's, he's like, you know, hey. Hey, Sabine, go find Ezra. You had this deal with Skull, Skull, Bane Skull. Hey, go find him. Fine. She leaves. All right. Cool. Hey, Balin. Hey, Shin. Go kill them. All right. Yep. Cool. Morgan. Hey, Thrawn. Like, what are you doing? Like, uh, I don't really care. They can kill each other. It doesn't matter. If they're here or alive, it doesn't matter. Yep. Our goal is to get out of here. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like he is a tactician he prioritizes yeah. he knows his objective yep uh, he knows he, he can he, take necessary losses all right he knows when to cut his losses yeah like he's the yeah he's i i think when you look when you look at it like you said his objective his his objective was to get back home yep and yeah morgan elspeth elspeth got out there and she used a couple rogue Jedi, whatever you want to call them, four sensitive knights, as I've been saying, you know, helped her get out there. And that's a problem for him. Because even though he knew who Anakin was and he put respect on the name, he doesn't want that in his that's a that's that's a hurdle for him. Yeah. He doesn't want it near him. So he's like, Oh, Ezra's here. That's right. Hey, uh, Oh, Sabine, good to see you again. <laughs> hey, go find your friend. Hey, you know what? You can find him because I haven't been able to. I don't have the resources to do this shit. I don't want him around here. You go find him. Hey, you two, go kill them. Hopefully they kill each other 
and I don't have to deal with them. And I could just leave <laughs> him here too. Why not? You know, yeah. like, he's letting them do all the work. Yeah. And he's just like, while they're messing around over here, I'm going to get the hell out. Yeah, I'm going to get it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super smart. Yeah. Um, that, uh, where do I, ha- I had a point on this? Um, dang it. Scrolling through my notes. We got a name. I think it's one thing that's important. We got a name, a canon name to the Jedi that have been trained like after Order 66, the Boken Jedi. Yes. That's what Balin Skull referred to Ezra as. Yes. A Boken Jedi. He comes from a line of Boken Jedi. Shin is trained to be something more. Yeah. And I loved all the connection to the mural, the um, the father. Was it the father, the daughter, and the son? Was that yep. right? Yep. That connection, him, Balin standing on the arm, the outstretched arm. Like, I loved it. Because, I mean, when we get, I mean, I'm jumping ahead here a little bit, I guess. But, like, when you get the episode, episode eight, I'm like, where's Balin? Where's Shin? What the hell's going on here? I'm just going to forget about them. And nope, they didn't forget about them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, you know, we, we got some new characters. Um, a new one in particular that Captain Enoch. Yes. And okay, I thought that was cool, but I'm like, don't give us another Captain Phasma. You know, just I wanted that character to do something. And I still want that character to do something and not just be like, Ooh, that's a cool stormtrooper that did nothing. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, Enoch is his right hand man. I think he'll probably have more in later projects. Hopefully TBC to be continued. Yeah. This isn't going to be a situation of force awakens to last Jedi. You've seen that meme of, uh, it's Ray handing the lightsaber to Luke and it shows JJ uh, Abrams holding Captain Phasma out to as you know, it was Ray and Luke is going back and forth that way. And it's JJ Abrams holding Captain Phasma out and um, Ryan, Ryan Johnson throwing it over his shoulder. And then Ryan Johnson holding a character out in um, God, what the hell's her name? can't remember her name now she was with finn she had the short black hair i know i just try to do away with the sequel trilogy as uh but then but then the other piece is um ryan ryan um johnson holding that character out and then jj abrams throwing it over his shoulder like we're not going to have that with this because it's filoni running it yeah so um I think the reason episode six is my favorite, when I look back at all of my notes for every episode, that one had the most. Um, Hmm. There was a lot of material in that episode. There was a lot of detail, but it was also, I think it was also a solid episode overall. Hmm. Um, Yeah. I can't think of what my... Uh, I haven't thought about what my... F- 
favorite episode was. So it might have my favorite moment because of Thrawn's entrance. That's now, the most memorable moment, I think, for me of the entire I had, series. I had two favorite moments, well, three in that episode. One being Thrawn, one of them being the intergalactic travel within a star whale. I thought that was a cool line and just a cool concept. Yeah. And the a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away line. Ah, uh, there it is. God, that was the awesome. Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Pointing yeah. at the TV. Yes. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. These are the stories that he tells young Jedi, and that's where it comes from. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, and then the show, well, the episode, not the show, ends with the reunion. Yeah. Ezra. And you've seen memes yep. all over the place. Yeah. About- <laughs> Top of the hut. <laughs> That my Jabba meme that I sent you. Yeah. After all these years, we can finally say Jabba the Hut is alive and well. So, if you don't know nice that reference, see... do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice to see Ezra. Yes. You know, I had if you listen to the earlier episodes, I've had bad feelings about it, but yeah, they were calmed. So. Happily so. Yeah. I'm glad I was wrong. You know, and then and then at the end of it all, he's like, hey, how'd you get here? And she's like, eh, don't worry about that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> about that. And yeah, like, roll credits. <laughs> I'm like, you know, that's probably important information yeah. to give him. <laughs> you should probably start off on the good foot. You're not going to say, hey, I haven't seen you in how long? Oh, I don't know. It's been a really long time. Hey, I'm going to lie to you right now. So, Yeah. Let's just pretend, let's pretend like no, let's just enjoy this moment. <laughs> yes. Um well, I'm getting into episode seven. Episode seven dreams and madness. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a record and say favorite episode names. These are far, these far, are far good. away. These are good episode names, absolutely. But I think my favorite is the Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord. And that's episode eight, the finale. Because it reminded me of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that name, that title in. Oof. Yeah, as soon as I read it, though, that's middle the first school? thing I thought. Oh, <laughs> elementary school, middle school. Yeah. Wow. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, episode seven. Episode Dick. seven, I ranked fourth of the eight. Okay, we get a cameo from C three PO at the beginning. That was one of my favorite moments. Yep, yeah, on behalf of Leia. Yeah, and you know what, Senator Ziano can eat a bag of wow. Games. That dude. Wow. Is is I mean, D Bag Central. Yes. He is, yes. If you if you want a great example of a D bag in the galaxy, there's his picture. But you know what? That's how real world politics work. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a lot of those uh, D bags. Exactly. In Washington. 
I think that, that I think that's why the feeling resonated so strongly in me. Yeah, there, 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 there's a lot of those d bags there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here watching this. I'm like, God, I hate that he's semi. You know, he he's he's like, where's the proof? Where's the proof? You didn't get da da da. You didn't get coverage. You didn't get uh, permission. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then C3PO walks in with his middle fingers flying out. You know, just like, oh, by the way, Senator Organa. She approved this, not yeah. Senator. Uh, did he call her? No, not Senator. Yeah, Senator Organa. Yes, but she's leader of the uh, Defense Council. I wrote that down. Yes, and Sir. he just the look on his face was like, "Shit!" And three PO yeah. is just standing there like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have anything <laughs> else to add, D bag? I mean, Senator Ziano." Wow, it's <laughs> a, a decent three PO voice that you got there. Uh, uh, thank you, Hot Take. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Hawkeye Rye. <laughs> yeah. But it was, you know, I'm not not that big of a C3PO fan, but it was nice seeing him he, as a cameo. Him and him and R2 have the most appearances across uh Star Wars um Yeah. Content, I suppose. Yeah. And it and it was, uh, and it's rare Daniel. seeing C three PO without him, without R two, right? <clears throat> solo solo trip there. <laughs> you know, they had they had one big uh, they had one big droid already queued up for the show in Chopper. They couldn't bring another one in like R two. Yeah, you know you know you know what they couldn't put those two in the uh, in one show together because. <laughs> With all their with their kill count, that would have been like two war criminals in, the, wow. in one show. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Um and another line. So I had two two lines that I really liked in that that uh episode seven, and one of them was The Emperor's Dead. That's what they said. Oh, that's what yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I laughed out loud when I, I did too. He was like, "Yeah, so we're uh, we're taking shots at yeah. you know, we're taking shots at the sequels here, Filoni. Good oh, for that you. was so good. So yeah, if you're not ref- know what line we're referring to, uh, it's when Ezra and Sabine they're taking a ride and they're catching up, and Sabine's telling Ezra about all that's happened, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, the you know the Empire's you know they lost." Like Ezra's like, "Oh, oh cool," and Sabine's like, "The Emperor died." And and Ezra's like, oh, the emperor died, and Sabine's like, that's what people say. <laughs> I lol'd. That. <laughs> oh, that got the biggest laugh from me. I was like, we're taking we're taking shots here. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, that's that's when you play in the screening room and everyone turns around to look at between Filoni and Kathleen Kennedy, like, ooh, Filoni's yeah. just sitting there with his hand on his chin, like, that's right. <laughs> We also got, we got toward the beginning of the episode too. We got Ahsoka putting some work in, some training. Yeah, using the, another Hayden Christensen appearance through Dude, recording. Dude, he's popping up. Dude, he's he's raking in. He's he's making bank. Yeah, and he's getting you know he's getting his flowers all the way through. That's awesome. I love yeah. I love that for him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, that's his last. Re- <laughs> Did you see the memes about that 
Ahsoka's like, this was his last recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I then didn't see the memes. The memes are like, no, this is his last recording. And it's of him like killing the younglings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Like, it's terrible. Oh geez. There's a version of it, him killing the the recording of him killing the younglings. The recording of him with uh Palpatine. Like, yeah, like no, nah, <laughs> these were his last recordings. Oh man. Um the internet is vicious. Yeah, the internet is vicious, man. Holy hell. Yeah. Wow. Um but yeah. I, I, I like that scene. We they named Rock like Dooku and Ventress and yeah. you know, I'm like, oh Filoni's just throwing all this work in here. He's like, you know, put some respect on my name. That's yeah. basically what Filoni is saying. I just I have a a talking point here. Okay. And it's not so much a it's kind of a gripe, but it's kind of not. But I I have a problem with they've they've done this twice now with Star Wars shows. You name the show after somebody and it becomes not about that person. Like Oh, like Book of Boba Fett for sure. <laughs> yeah, Mando two and a half. Yeah. This one, even from the get go. You know, you're you're bringing in all these characters: Sabine, Ezra, Thrawn, Hera, Balin, Shin, even Anakin. Who, to what? his defense, though, I think he said from Jump Street, like even before the series came out or premiered, that this was Rebels season five or whatever the hell season it was. Yeah, I. I... I get that. Just the only episode that was super about Ahsoka, Ahsoka heavy was five. You know, yeah, that was the only one that was really, hey, we're going to focus an episode just on Ahsoka here. Okay, guys. Like, and even then you had Hera and Jason trying to bring, find Ahsoka. I get it. But. But also, I mean, also to his defense, like unless you, unless you do something that was after her last episode of Tales of the Jedi and before Rebels, unless you do that, then we're picking up basically with these other characters like that is you can't have her story without the others at this point in her life i mean i get that it just i you know i the way i feel about it is i feel like they're using they're calling the show ahsoka but then it's their way of masking what the show is really going to be about just like they did with Book of Boba Fett. You're like, hey, this is going to be about Boba Fett. I mean, just like... Yeah, for like two episodes. <laughs> and then it ends up being about Mando and Grogu and Luke and Ahsoka and them bailing out Boba Fett, you know, basically. And it's like, okay, 
fine. They could have called it something else. They could, they really could have called it Mandalorian season three. Yeah. You know, and focused on Boba Fett. Fine. But, <clears throat> and then like Ahsoka, like calling it Ahsoka, they, they should have just called it rebels, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. then that reveals too much. If they were to call this show rebels or there's something rebels adjacent, not calling it Ahsoka, it reveals too much. That makes people think, oh, this is going to involve all the cast of Rebels. What's Rebels? Oh, man, I got to go watch Rebels now? What the hell is this? And it's like, no, if you call it Ahsoka, it's like, cool. The show focuses on Ahsoka. Well, then it should focus more on Ahsoka and not so much on the other characters. I mean, I get you got to build characters and you, and that kind of thing, but then call it call it something to do with the overall universe and not that character. Like Andor, that was mostly about Andor, but still, I don't I know. Mean, that one I didn't have so much of a problem with. It just, I mean, like you're not going to call. I mean, um, I think it was a Rebels series, but I think still it was a very Ahsoka, uh, the Ahsoka centric Rebels series. So I yeah. was fine with that. So, but I mean, like to go Marvel a little bit, they called the show Secret Invasion. I mean, they could have called that show Nick Fury because it really was about Nick Fury. And I would have been okay with that. But they called it Secret Invasion because that's, you know, a storyline. Right. So, I mean, you call a show Ms. Marvel. That show was totally about Ms. Marvel. You know, um, WandaVision. Yeah, that was all about that was what it was all about. Uh Moon Knight. All about Moon Knight. Okay, well, all right. So take away the Rebels cast. What is this show gonna be about then? Uh, Ahsoka finding Thrawn. And how is she gonna do that? Right. No, I I understand no, I totally understand why they're <laughs> using those characters. Right. I, I get like, it. She can't like, do it. Herself. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I think that you're really splitting hairs here. Yeah, maybe right? I am. Like, yeah, like, like yes, it, yes, it, this is a Rebel series, but it is very Ahsoka-centric. Like, you're not going to get a without the other characters. Like I said, unless you do a Soka series between that last episode of Tales of the Jedi, right, and then where we picked her up at Rebel season one, you're not going to get an a just an Ahsoka series. Well, not I mean, to say that wouldn't be interesting, right? Like, right. how did she get to where she was, where we saw her in Rebels? Yeah, I, I mean that's just that's just how I feel. It's a, like I think that that wouldn't make for a very good show. Like I said, like unless you do that period, that specific period between yeah. Tales of the Jedi and Rebel season one. Otherwise, like having a show that isn't mainly a Rebels next season, like you wouldn't have very much of a good show at this point in her life. If that makes sense. 
Yeah, and I don't even know what else you would call it other than like I like I said like rebels adjacent some some kind of thing <laughs> yeah. like that. But I mean, I get why they did what they did. It's I mean to me it's just I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's splitting hairs, but it's how I how I felt about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's how you feel. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just offering the counterpoints here. Exactly. That, yeah. and that I get. I totally get that. It's yeah. it's one of those things. Like, I've enjoyed a lot of moments about this show, but overall, I don't know how high I rank the entire show. It has really good points, and I use I I say fan service, and I don't mean fan service to be a dig or a negative or bad. It's great. There was a lot of stuff like Rebels stuff that we got that was really good. Yeah. I loved seeing it. Um but I I I feel overall like and we'll talk about this when we get to Loki. I don't want to bring that piece up, but I feel kind of I've been feeling kind of flat overall with shows we've seen. Mhm. And I feel like they're trying to use a movie, hour and a half, two hour movie storytelling structure stretched across six episodes or seven episodes or however many they they do. And it leaves a lot of gaps. Do you follow you follow what I'm saying? Leaves a lot of gaps. How? Like, well, I feel like we talked about this with, I mean, Daredevil might be, and Daredevil and Punisher were like, Daredevil spends a lot of time hiding in a church shadow boxing. Punisher sitting in a uh, a hotel like, I gotta get out of here, Minotti, you know. <laughs> I, I did that just for you, by the way. <laughs> you know, there, there just seems to be a lot of dead time. And... I, I don't, I don't know. know. I did. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel that way in this in this show. Yeah, I I feel like when I'm like I'm like there's when you're watching a show, you know, like when you see a scene start, you're probably going to get like five ten minutes of a scene. And when I see something come up, and I'm like, oh, that's what they're going to spend time on right now. Like, come on, can we get to the meat? Can we get like, I don't know. I just I feel like. That that frustrates me about you know a lot of the like like secret invasion that one frustrated me a lot. Yeah, I mean, well, and I think you can agree on that. I'm not trying to be yeah. down or put any yeah. put the shows down. And I know these writers are going through a lot right now, so I'm not trying to ding yeah. them or anything. It's I mean, secret I invasion was a little bit of a letdown. Yes. Yeah. That, it yeah. just and I'm not saying Ahsoka was a letdown. Just. I feel I think they have to reevaluate their um storyboard because it's starting to feel repetitive. And that frustrates me when I when I can see it, when I feel like I can see it, I get frustrated. I didn't feel that way about this this series, so. This this one actually had a good start to finish ride. Yeah. Um I would say the only thing that I when 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 we were in episode four, I think we talked about this. There was that clock of like, okay, 
we're uh, downloading the the um the coordinates for our for our light speed jump and i'm like oh there's a clock you know yeah i i that frustrates me and in episode eight when they were like okay we're getting the we're getting the star destroyer loaded we're almost there we're almost loaded oh hey they're about to come into the tower ah we're still loading hey they're about to make it all the way up here hey we're ready to go now let's get out of here you know it's like oh perfect timing you know that, that always frustrates that always frustrates me too like just get out of there why, why weren't you ready in the first place because they weren't ready i know you know they've got things to do first i know we're ready it and i now i think if you go back to the movie the suicide squad um that was the god who directed that one it was the one with will smith it wasn't the one yeah i don't know who directed that one i can't remember but there was that whole thing in that movie where the enchantress is standing in like Times square doing this these hand motions and conjuring this spell and she just keeps doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and all of a sudden it's like she's like waiting for them to get there and fight her and she's like oh i'm almost done oh you're here you know that's always going to frustrate me in every show i everything i watch if there's something like that it's like that it's con- it's too convenient for me that frustrated me in episode 8 hmm. well episode 8 let's get there <laughs> Let's get there. Yes. The witch. No, the Jedi, the witch, the warlord. Yes. Boom. Episode eight, right? I wrote in my notes, like, so I watch a lot of, uh, I used to watch a lot of documentaries about the mafia and the mob, the American mafia. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just one of my low-key, like, obsessions, like, with, okay. also with true crime shows and stuff like that. And uh, the whole um, ceremony of the great mothers uh, making Morgan a a, a night sister, like it was totally reminded me of La Cosa Nostra and the mob. Oh, okay. Because like what they used to do is they used to like, you know, when a guy becomes made, they would like, you know, they would like take them to like this, some house and the, they, they would take them down the basement and it would be like a circle of like some of the top guys in that family. And what they would basically do is they would take a knife, they would cut the person and they would, uh, they would put a, uh, a card in his hand and they would burn it and they would basically have this ceremony where there was like you know here you abandon your old life now you're in a new one basically and if you rat on your brothers like you're you would burn just like you know this card is in your hand right and so when they were doing that ceremony like it totally reminded me of that like when they say that you you abandon your old life for this new one, and like I'm like, dude, she's like in the mob now. Yeah, like this is awesome. And then they gave her the blade of Talzin. That was cool. Speaking of which, it that appeared in Clone Wars too. I'm like, Filoni is getting all his shit in here. It did, yeah. Uh, yeah, it did. 
No, no, or, or yeah, yeah, it was Clone Wars. It was might have been. It was either Clone Wars or Rebels, one of the two. Um, it, it was in it was in one of the shows. I think it was Clone Wars. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Clone Wars because I think that's that was the the when it was Maul coming out. Yes, and yeah. he had a lot of involvement with the Night Sisters. They, they didn't show up too much in Rebels. At least I don't they think didn't. they did. It was yeah, it was Clone Wars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need one of them. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, ah, yeah, she's in the mob now. Cool. Oh, wait a second. I think it was Rebels because when Maul and Ezra meet and he's trying to get back. One of the damn shows. One try- yeah, he was trying. I think it was because he was trying to get back the uh, the dark saber, And I think that's when it came into play. Okay. Now that I think about it. Anyway. But yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, then uh, I thought it was a wholesome moment in episode eight with Yang and Ezra. And he's going through making the lightsaber. Yes. And like, oh, Sabine's like, oh, Kanan Jarrus was his master. And Hugh Yang's like, oh, you son of a bitch. I know what you need. <laughs> I know like, what you need, Ezra. Now it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that lightsaber and then he has yeah great coat and he says basically the relationship between a master and apprentice is it is as challenging as camera cuts to Sabine she's like oh she who then oh, disappears uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know and then you know, Soka, Sabine, they talk and all this other stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. we get another Anakin name drop. Anakin was always by my side, so I'll be, you know, by yours from this point forward, and you know, get it all in the feels and the feelings and stuff like that. <clears throat> Just wholesome, wholesome in Episode yeah. Eight, you know. Yes, and I th- I think two things that also play a lot through this series is they kept splitting up when they said they wouldn't. Yes. And nobody listens to Huyang. Yep. He's like, why am I even here? (laughs) He's like, (laughs) he's like, I'm ancient. I hold lots of wisdom, lots of knowledge. You should listen to me, but nobody listens to me. Which, which made him yelling at them about not sticking together in episode Five beginning of episode five, all that more important. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really important. Really important line that Ahsoka tells Sabine in that point, where she says, talks about like being a Jedi isn't just about wielding a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. He says, "Train your mind, train your body, trust in the Force." I thought that was very important for later. Yeah, there was a lot of good, a lot of throughout the whole series. There was a lot of good um, dialogue. Yeah, I thought. I will also say there were some incredible lightsaber battles. Yeah, throughout the whole. And um, yeah, I I thought that was good. I also think. It was good they didn't they didn't make it. Yes. 
I love the ending. I was sitting there watching. I'm like, they're going to catch up. And they didn't. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, they did oh. not. They did <laughs> Okay, <laughs> they're stuck here. Cool, cool. Let's go find a space whale. Let's We're do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> I wish I could have been there with you when you were like, "Oh, Val." <laughs> Val was sitting next to me, and I was. I was like, "They're gonna catch up. They're not gonna make them not catch up." And then they slight sped away, and I went, "Oh,", oh. and she just kind of was like. Hmm. <laughs> You should message her and ask her what her reaction was to my reaction. <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh. Okay. So they're stuck here. With Balin and Shin. So. And well, Balin, of... like, Balin doesn't really give a damn, I no. guess, about any of this anymore. I Because. You know, I think where Thrawn was like, yeah, go find Ezra, whatever. I don't give a shit. You can stay here for all I care. I think Balin was like, cool, I'll stay here. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, and it's going to be interesting what Filoni is going to do with this. Because obviously he set up, right, this arc of the gods of Mortis with the father. Obviously he's on that statue or in the outstretched hand of the father, which we talked about earlier. Well, we alluded to earlier. Looking where he's pointing nonetheless. Yeah. And... We know that Ray Stevenson passed away before the premiere of the series. Yeah. But it's like there's something, obviously there's something there that's teased. So it's going to be interesting whether they pick back up on it and they recast him or Filoni just kind of leaves it there. I th- I think the way it was left was intended for it to be an important piece of the next season. Yes. And I had seen somebody somebody put a fan thing out there like uh here's your recast and they put Liv Schreiber who I saw that. Yeah. And I mean, that would be freaking awesome. Like Dead yeah, that, cool. that would match up perfectly. I mean what they just really give him, should just do... give him a little beard and you know boom. Right. Now be... let's let's test your knowledge here on this one. What they really should do is have Thomas Jane step in for the role. Thomas Jane. That's a Punisher reference. Oh. Did you remember the Punisher with Thomas Jane? And then the very next Punisher movie that they did was Warzone with Ray Stevenson. Ooh. Yes. So it was like, oh, yeah, totally believable. They're the same guy, right? Why not? That would be that would be tongue in cheek the best replacement. Wow. It'd be like doesn't even look like him, but I buy it because they've done it once before. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd find that hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that that's gonna be interesting. Uh yeah. that little tidbit there. I um, ranked this episode sixth. Really? Yeah. Well, all right. Well, now, now for the reasons that I said about the okay, we're getting ready, we're getting ready. I felt, and I feel like a lot of these shows we've watched too 
the penultimate's better than the finale. Yeah. And I agree with that, but I think I just think the sixth episode was better than both. And so was the fifth. So they rank higher for me. Well, yeah, I and it doesn't I mean see, it's a yes. bad episode. It just yeah, means... five was really good. I, you know what? Maybe five might be my favorite because of Anakin and Hayden Christensen. <clears throat> I ranked five as my third. Okay. I went episode six, episode one. Episode one was great. That brought you yeah. back to Lothal. All the Rebels vibes were hitting in the right spots. That was like, okay. That was for me my, my number two. That that's just how I how I chose to how I chose to view it too. Even you know, yeah, okay. Um, I also had a big gear grind in this episode. All right, let's hear it. I've been okay. waiting on this. Sabine. Okay. I think can't I can't even move right. your lightsaber. Can't even use the force. Can't even channel it. Okay. Okay. In distress. Yeah, I, I, I knew in, in distress, I knew this was gonna be it. In distress, she's able to get it. I understand that. That's distress. You're like, I need something. Got it. Okay. Pew. That was a cool lightsaber moment. Boom, through the head. Love it. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden she's got this confidence to force throw Ezra up onto the starship. Mm-hmm. What the hell? That right, like I Val. This is another thing I want you to ask Val. When that moment happened, Ezra turned and started running. I was like, "No," and he jumped, and I was like, "He's not gonna make it." And then he flew up there, and I was like, "No, no, this is stupid. Are you kidding me?" And Val's just like, "What's wrong with you? (laughs) This is dumb." And paused it. I was like, "Okay, how? How? Like how?" How does she all of a sudden have the power and the confidence to go be like, go ahead, Ezra, I got your back. I'm like, you couldn't even grab your lightsaber barely. How the hell are you going to do this? That right. that right there. So. Oh. And I, I think I, and I knew this was going to be your gear grinder, right? It made me think of Leia Force flying and it pissed me off. All right. I'm going to offer. Why I'm going to offer. Well, before that, why couldn't they have just had it where they got up there and Ezra made his run and jump and made it in time and she didn't have time and had to stay behind? I would have been fine with that. Like, I get they wanted to separate them again. That yeah. was pro- that had to be their end goal. They could have just had it where he made it and she didn't. Instead of having her have this revelation of force strength all of a sudden that she didn't have all season. That, oh, All right. I may not convince you otherwise. Probably right? not. But I'm going to offer a counter. I am always... Uh, I'm always available for a counter. I want... I'm going to offer a counter. Because Please. initially, I was with you. I'm like, what is this? Right? Initially. But upon further review, I'm going to offer a counter. He's, bring, he's, he's bringing up the challenge flag. Here we go. Here we go. Like I said, it, it may not change your mind. Probably won't. 
But I'm going to just offer a different perspective here. Okay. So, my nickname is Hawkeye, right? Yes. All right. Go. So, in this episode, Ahsoka. So, Ahsoka asked Sabine earlier in the episode, like right after, you know, Ezra and Huyang had that wonderful moment and then Sabine disappears, right? Mm-hmm. Soka asked, have you been keeping up with your training? And she was like, yeah, you know, I try, I try. And then immediately later, she says, I do, I do, right? Mm-hmm. That brought me back to uh, Mr. Yoda back in <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Do and do not, there is no try. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I kind of like the little Yoda reference that we had here. Okay. All right. And so as I was thinking, I'm like, hmm. Let me th- that gets me to thinking about good old Luke Skywalker. All right. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of Empire Strikes Back, we had the scene where he's at Hoth, he's suspended in the cave, and the monster cookie monster cave guy is about to come eat him. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the cookie you know. monster. Yeah, uh, that family guy, you know, yep. it was cooking. So, yeah, anyway, that was when Luke, like, force grabbed his lightsaber to free himself and to slice the arm off the cookie monster guy. Yeah. Right. So just like Sabine, he was in distress and he grabbed a lightsaber, did what he had to do. Same thing Sabine did. Right. So I'm like, oh, that's a that's a nice little Luke Skywalker parallel between sabine and you know empire strikes back so i'm like right. cool all right so then i got to thinking all right back to yoda's line you know do or do not there is no try all right so you remember when you know yoda's like hey you know go go pick up your ship right yeah. and luke couldn't do it and then yoda's like oh shit let me show this young punk what the deal is right he goes lifts the ship and you know puts it down luke is like hey how'd you do that i don't believe it and then yoda delivers the iconic line that is why you fail mm-hmm. right all right so i say all this to go back to episode eight when ahsoka tells that's why i said that line was important like being a Jedi isn't about wielding a lightsaber. Train your mm-hmm. mind, train your body, trust in the Force. Right? Luke failed to lift the ship because he couldn't believe it. Right? Mm-hmm. They set up. Sabine still needs to work on her lightsaber skills. I love how they kept that part of it. Like she's still not there with the lightsaber. That's why Ahsoka's like, hey, get your blasters out when they're doing when they're fighting the troopers. Yeah. So Ahsoka's like, you know what? You're not this lightsaber thing isn't working for you. Get your blaster out. Right. So I'm glad they kept that part. Right. But I think that if you put that belief, right? Mm-hmm. Trust in your mind, trust the force. Right. I don't believe it, Yoda. Yoda says that is why you fail. So at that point in time, she's in distress. She needs something to happen. 
Ezra has to get home. He has to get on that ship. Ahsoka tells her, trust in the force. Believe, train your mind. That is why that happens. Upon that review, I'm like, you know what? I can ride with that. Like initially I was with you, right? But then after putting all of that together, right? And then you have to go back and compare it to Empire Strikes Back. After putting all of that together, I'm like, okay, I can accept that. And also the fact that that she's not still not skilled very much in the lightsaber yet. Well, not as not where she needs to be. So that that still keeps that element of realism in it to where she's not like full-fledged Jedi yet. She still has some work, but she does have that belief now. That's why Luke failed in bringing the ship up, but she succeeded in pushing Ezra over. Yeah. I, I appreciate the I appreciate I know that. I wasn't gonna change your mind. No right? but, but that is I, I do I do appreciate that. Yes. I I think though it's like, hey, I finally managed to jump this curb with my bike. Let's go jump the Grand Canyon, you know. <laughs> I mean but, but <laughs> and, and Ezra But here's the thing. As a Star Wars fan, we all believe in this force thing, right? Right. I I guess maybe I would have liked to seen more growth throughout the season. I mean, and Ezra had no idea what she'd been doing. Like, if if he would have watched what we watched, and she would have been like, "Hey, I got you," he'd be like, "No, you don't." Well, no, he didn't have to. He Ezra was like, he "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Her. Yeah, he did <laughs> not care. He had all the belief in the world in her, and that's that's scary. You know, he could have like jumped, and he could have been like, "Oh, oh, shit." Sabine, yeah. and she's like, I, I tried, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, I don't know. That just, uh, that was that was my biggest, probably one of my biggest gear grinds. <sighs> yeah, I knew that would be yours. Yeah. Oh, like I said, I was with you initially. Yeah. But then, upon further review, right, I'm like, all right, I see the parallel. I see the parallel with her and Luke. Not com- not saying she's going to be the Luke Skywalker by any means, yeah. but I see the comparison that they made with Luke in Empire Strikes Back at yeah. that point. At that point. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, suspend doubt, push belief. Yeah. I, still. That, one, that one's going to hang with me. Oh, yeah. I know it is. Yeah. Um, they left a lot of loose threads open at the end of this, which was which was good because that does open up for another season. You know, yeah. Thrawn's back. Ezra reuniting with Hera, that was amazing. It was cool that Chopper knew right away. Yep. Like he was the one that had to sit, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. This is my guy. Like and I know this guy. Now now Val was watching up. with me here too. And when that when that um, shuttle landed, I was like, "That's Ezra. That's totally Ezra." Yeah. And she was like, "Who?" I'm like, just, "Trust me, that's Ezra right there, Hera right here." And they showed her. I said, "She's gonna shit her pants." I said, "It's gonna be like down the leg. She's gonna be so excited to see him. She's not gonna be able to control herself." 
and she was and the, the look on her face and everything i was like this is awesome yeah what a reunion yeah yeah that was that was that was worth eight episodes just to see that reaction right there yeah because that that tahara is like i mean yeah you see her she sees her son jason all the time and that's reminded of canaan but ezra has so much connection to canaan and that right there i think was like the like like kind of like a dagger to the heart but not in a bad way kind of like reopening a wound but a good memory coming from it like she probably had all that wash over her in the second she saw him yeah so that was great i also loved thrawn's um his exit speech his epilogue yeah that was awesome he says basically tells ahsoka where where did i put it he said i know you because i knew your master mm-hmm he goes one wonders just how similar you might become perhaps this is where a ronin such as you belongs yeah i was like ooh, ooh. <clears throat> at that point when he said that i'm like oh he's, <clears throat> he's bouncing yeah and they're not catching up yeah and then he says today victory is mine and i had stewie griffin vibes when he said that <laughs> victory but, is mine <laughs> but yeah it says today victory is mine and then boom he's gone oh he said no he says long live the empire yes then he's gone then he's gone i'm like ah that was awesome the, i love that the great thing about thrawn as a character he is not he's call him evil but he's not like malicious or disrespectful he is a, he is a true warrior he believes in a code he follows a code of honor with his yeah. opponent you know sometimes you see villains they get this like blindness of like hatred and wanting to take down their opponent but he's like, no, I'll take my opponent down by respecting their name and honoring their fight and recognizing that they are good at what they do. And that's going to make it even better when I take them down because I'm better than they are. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. just a different breed of villain. Yeah. And his his goal is his own mission. It's not his goal is not to like I'm going to take you out. It's no, I have a bigger goal than that. And if you get in my way, I'm going to take you out. But if you're out of my way and you leave me alone, then you're nothing to me. I don't have to bother you. So just a diff totally different perspective of things. Like he's a cool villain to observe. Yeah. And he won. So that's what I like about it. So this is like giving me like Empire Strikes Back, Infinity War vibes. Like yeah. by all tense of purposes, he won. And you know at the end of this season. Ahsoka's not even worried either. She's just kind of like, eh, we're here. 
let's go set up camp. Like what? <laughs> well, I think that, and probably this is like her. So thinking about how Anakin in episode five finishing her training, like thought a little bit more about it, like basically he's telling her that you've come from a, a a line of and we were talking about too like you come from a line of jedi that you know you got to embrace the the bitter and the sweet so to speak the good and the bad right like you come from a line of jedi <clears throat> to where you we trust our feelings more mhm right and sometimes that might lead to you know Darth Vader. But I mean it is what it is. Like this is you have to embrace that. Like that what makes you that's what makes you different. Like that's what makes you Ahsoka is that you trust your feelings. You make decisions that a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. But you trust your instincts. You trust your feelings. And, and that's what Sabine did in order to find Ezra. Right. 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 And Ezra is home. And I think, you know, Ahsoka says he realizes that and tells Sabine, like, hey, Ezra is where he needs to be. And so are we. Mm -hmm. Like, we both trusted our instincts. Like, I trusted my instincts to go communicate with the Purgles to get here to find you. Right. Now right. Ezra's home. We're here, but we trusted our instincts. Ezra trusted his instincts, right, to get rid of Thrawn, right? We trusted our instincts. Ezra's where he needs to be. We're where we need to be. And that's why I think the Force Ghost at the end of Anakin was there. Yeah. He's like, yep, yep, you get it now. It, and it's like yeah. Sabine could feel it without yeah. seeing it. Yeah. She didn't see anything. She felt something. Yeah. I think uh I think we're gonna get a Mando before we get an Ahsoka. Because I think they're gonna let Ahsoka and Sabine have some time on Peridia before they go back to them. And honestly, they kind of set it up where you have Carson who's in contact with Hera. Who's also in Carson was in contact with Mando. You know, Carson was in contact with Zeb. Um, there's a lot of connection there. Yeah, I think I messaged you about all right, let's do another Rebels season. Here right. And, but... and Ezra being back and Thrawn being back. I think Thrawn. So another thing too is Thrawn and um uh, Moff Gideon. Even though, like they said, you know, Moff Gideon is—is is he really gone? I don't know. Is he really gone? Yeah. But <laughs> was that a clone? After after more thought, like here's here's kind of what I'm ready for. Are you ready for this? You ready? Uh -oh. uh oh. You ready? Maybe. So, I know we all, you know, we wanted Ahsoka season two, and you know. Maybe another rebel season, like I suggested, but uh you know, um 
Thrawn uh, made a whole lot of mention about Anakin Skywalker. Made a big deal about that dude. Yeah. In the 90s, you know, in the Thrawn series, uh, it was basically Thrawn versus uh, another Skywalker by the name of Luke. And uh, mm. we, 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 uh, we got technology now. <laughs> you know, we got technology and we got a voice, uh, a very good voice actor. So, uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind uh, getting a little Thrawn versus Luke Skywalker action. Luke and Ezra teaming up. Uh, yeah. Little Thrawn versus Luke. Because in the books, like, you know, Luke had a he had he had a whole story. <clears throat> like, you know, they cloned Luke mm-hmm. using the hand that got chopped off. Mm-hmm. You know, Thrawn had Mara Jade, who eventually became Luke's wife. And mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have to do all that. They probably won't do all that, no. but but if, but if but if anything if there's but they anything do, to bank they do a little on something something though <laughs> make a cannon they do a little something something <laughs> after the action after what they've been giving us i think we deserve it yeah but you know and, if any- and that's and that's the beef that a lot of people have with the sequel trilogy is that they basically just shat on <laughs> luke skywalker's character right so this could be, <laughs> you know, this can be a way to kind of redeem Luke Skywalker yeah. in live action. Just saying. That I mean, that would that'd be nice. And just saying. the only the only thing I think we can bank on anymore is that Dave Filoni is going to do what he wants, and he's going to use the, you know, Clone Wars Rebels stuff, and apparently legend stuff with thrawn so yeah he's gonna be like hey we're doing this let's do it so so but yeah that is ahsoka ladies and gentlemen yes and i'm going to say you ready for this you ready you ready yeah yes This, it's not quite Mando, but for me, it's right there. It's right there. Oh, dang. For series. Yeah. Yep. I think Mando changed the game for Star Wars. Uh-huh. So I'm going to put respect on Mando's name. I'm going to put some respect on it. But it's right there for me. Right there. Hmm. Gotta really, I gotta really think about that. I mean, it's definitely above Book of Boba Fett. Uh, I, I don't know if I can. I mean, Andor was so good. Andor was really good. Yes, it was really good. And Andor took things in a completely different direction too. However, like when you bring in like all the Clone Wars and Rebel stuff. In this way, yeah. in this fashion, and and have it to be that good, yeah, 
I get you. Yeah, it's it's and to and to again, uh, I'm giving Mando the respect because it was the Disney Plus Star Wars series that kicked it off. Yeah. So, but it's right there <clears throat> for me. Well, I mean, a couple characters got me right there. So, wow, it was, it was really, <laughs> it was really good. Wow. <laughs> what are you? What are you? What are you wowing? I'm talking about. I'm talking about Chopper. I'm talking about mm-hmm. Ezra. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Ron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, excuse me, mm. sir. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. like you know what you're talking about. You know exactly. Oh what yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I got the memes to prove what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shit, going back to the going yeah. back to the receipts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I think that wraps the soak up for us. Yeah, it's been uh it's been a fun ride. I look forward to where we're going with this. Yeah, it's very much a Empire Strikes Back slash Infinity War. Yeah, cliffhanger. I get that. I get that feel too. So there, this is going to be continued in some fashion, whether it's season two, whether it's another series. It's yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna pick up on this, folks. So and stay I, tuned. And I hope they continue to carry the carry the story and carry the um the the fire they've got growing. You know, keep stoking that fire because. As, as excited as I am for a for a solid movie, I feel like a movie on this topic would either put the fire out once it's done or completely change the direction of things kind of like a kind of like starting starting over. It's like you cross a finish line with the movie and you're like, all right, let's pick it back up guys. If we don't do it fast enough, we lose momentum. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm ex- I'm excited. So, all, all right, right. Bo- boys and girls, I think that well we will return to a galaxy far, far away. Well, whenever we get content to do so, yeah, we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to check our <laughs> scheduling to make sure. But for now, for Hawkeye Rye, this is Hot Take Jake, and as always. As always, hold up. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Boom.